0: Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us?
1: welcome back we are up and running once again
0: finally it feels like it's been a while maybe we'd slow down and not travel so much but then we wouldn't have a show
1: well once again we are on our strict schedule of doing these basically whenever the fuck we want or (laughs) whenever the fuck we can
0: exactly
1: hopefully you stuck with us in our little absence but we're back again let me ask you a question miss flamingo what are you drinking tonight
0: i'm not drinking anything
1: i'm drinking water good old water I, know, yeah. I
0: need some coffee.
1: We're doing this really late at night. On one of our recent road trips, we tried to catch up on some people's podcasts, and three of them right off the bat started their show with what they were drinking.
0: I know. We don't ever do that. We, we do that every once in a while.
1: I don't know. I just find it odd. You listen to a Swinger podcast, and they give you a drink recipe. That's
0: a good one. I don't
1: know. Where would that where did that come from, though? Who started that? Why does everybody follow that format?
0: Know, a lot of people follow other people.
1: Well, I wonder if you listen to a mixology or a bartending podcast, would they do 15 minutes of lifestyle stuff?
0: Maybe they should.
1: Maybe that would increase their ratings. That's right. We're just drinking water tonight. No fancy drinks. So that won't eat up 15 minutes of our podcast.
0: Nope. Well, guess what month it is? It's
1: not my birthday. Is it something important?
0: It is. Well, to me, it doesn't have to have a month. It's every month, but it is pride month.
1: So happy pride month if you fall into that sexuality or even if you don't be an ally to these people, and just be a damn good person.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Now, we were kicking around the idea of doing a by-mail podcast. We're like, hey, that's a little bit cliche. We're betting there's probably more than one by-mail podcast this past month. Yeah. Again, we like to support our friends of any sexualities as it is, so... We're going to put that at a later time and date.
0: So everyone, have a good month and celebrate the pride.
1: Let's jump in and start off with our sponsor this month, which is altplayground.net. I did that so you didn't fuck it up. (laughs) I know,
0: I was waiting for you.
1: (laughs) Because you know they listen to these occasionally. I know. As hard as it is, you can't coast on your cuteness over the radio.
0: I try to. You can only imagine my cuteness.
1: You sitting there in pajama bottoms and a flamingo T-shirt? Yeah, you're rocking it tonight. <laughs> Should wear something a little sexier. But
0: mm-hmm. anyways, let's get back to our sponsors, APG.
1: So they've got a lot going on this month.
0: We actually have a five day free trial.
1: Yes, a promo code. Do you want to tell the people what the promo code is this month? Newbie. So type newbie. Check out the site. Check out the forums. The big wall that we're always mentioning on Twitter. Um, stop by our community page and say hello.
0: Well, and this month is really good to have a free trial since it is Pride Month because it is a non-monogamous website. So you could go on, you can learn, you can ask questions, see if uh, whatever your lifestyle falls under, if it falls under this website.
1: We've been preaching it for a year that this is very, not just swinger, but non-monogamous, open relationships, varied sexualities. So get on there and find who you're looking for. Find some new playmates. Another thing to keep in mind, since the world is opening back up a little bit, things are becoming a little bit more lax with reduction in COVID cases and vaccines. There are more activities and meet and greets happening right now.
0: Yes, and right now on APG, they are actually looking for, I guess you could say, reps to do meet and greets. So if you're interested in that, let us know. We have done several meet and greets, hosted them, so we we know the lay of the land and we can help you get started with that.
1: Yeah, we can give you some tips. It's something we did for a while. And I felt we had a pretty successful little group. People spoke highly of our parties. They weren't huge. I think we topped out a little bit over 100 a hundred. But we
0: did that on purpose.
1: Yeah. Our mentality was we wanted them to be small enough that you could bring a newbie in and they would feel comfortable. And before they left for that evening, they'd met at least five or six new couples.
0: Well, and everyone talked to everyone. You didn't have it so big that people just talked to their friends where everyone had to mingle.
1: And also, if you want to jumpstart a swinging community in your area, you know we talked to different people from different areas, and they said there's no action. We say then take it up on yourself to start it. I guarantee you wherever you're at, there's a group of people, like-minded people, that want to get together and do things. So it doesn't take a big money outlay.
0: Not Uh, at all. Not at all.
1: We've spent a little bit on some of ours just to go above and beyond on a couple of them, but you can start this on basically just pennies and get you some communities going, and it will grow from there.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: So if that's something you're interested in, when you're on the website, check that out. Contact the admins. If it's something you want to discuss further with us, contact us through one of our venues and we'll give you some tips and ideas of what you might look at to get a community started.
0: We'll help you any way we can.
1: So the reason we have been so absent In our podcast lately,
0: we've been doing a lot of traveling
1: and we laugh. Some people ask us, Hey, do you want to get together on this and this date? And we say, Hey, we hate to be this way. And it's not that we're important, but we are literally booked with work and fun travel for the next six weeks.
0: Yeah. The summer months is crazy for us.
1: Well, the parties are going on everywhere and we try to get out and travel and make the most of the sunny weather, which we already are. We're already hitting triple digit temps here in Texas.
0: Yes. I am trying to tan naked every chance I get.
1: We're already getting a little nice Texas brown glow to us.
0: Yep, I'm your, no longer porcelain.
1: Your tan's looking pretty sexy.
0: I'm no longer porcelain.
1: You're not You're not the whitest white girl at a party now.
0: Well, I, I've got to get a tan because in October we're going to Florida, and I don't want to be porcelain in Florida ever again. I've done that.
1: And you turn out crispy. <laughs> I do. So how many months is that till October? Six months now? She's looking at the calendar behind us. We live and die by my day planner on the wall behind us.
0: It's like four months.
1: Four months. Uh-oh. So the other thing is I'm trying to work on my summer body, which summer's technically here. Yes. I've been doing that damn keto for six weeks now and had good luck. I'll be honest. I've gotten so serious about it. I've even been weighing my nuts. Wait a minute. That came out wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I've been been weighing the portions of the almonds I'm eating. God, can you imagine me (laughs) weighing my nuts up there on the counter? (laughs) Kids come in, Dad, what the hell are you doing? Don't ask questions.
0: (laughs) It'd be like me trying to weigh our cat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you could explain weighing the cat. If kids walked in, I had my junk on the little food scale up on the counter, they would probably move out.
0: They would just be like, oh, "What the hell are you doing now?"
1: They've probably seen weirder things around here. They just haven't <laughs> mentioned it. So I've, I've been weighing the weight of my almonds, not my nuts. Let me get that straight. <laughs> it's been working though. I'm fairly pleased with my condition right now. I'm almost happy in my skin at the moment.
0: That's good. You but, gotta be. You need to be happy. The any way you are, just uh, be happy.
1: I'm going to have to be, because it's naked time.
0: I'm naked, and I don't diet. I'm just, I eat my rolls, and we go on.
1: Now, the Florida deal is going to be a big deal. Again, it's a closed thing, optional, but we've been talking with some of the other podcasters and pre-planning some things, getting some things lined out. There will be some contests and room parties. We've got us a sexy room picked out. and
0: Yep, we're excited. Now, tell everyone that doesn't know, what is this event that we're doing in October?
1: Oh, thank you. It's Bash event. So, basically, there's no classes no pretentious teachings. We're not going to teach you how to be a better swinger or sexual positions or anything over the top like that.
0: I will teach you sexual positions if you want to well, come to my room. We've
1: talked about having the contest of doing that. Again, we're kicking around some contest ideas. One of them they keep throwing up is the damn mankini.
0: Because they want to see you in a mankini.
1: They don't want to see me in a mankini. <laughs> I'll have to give people's money back after that. <laughs> I did say I'd be a judge. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, I don't know how the hell I would judge that. What <laughs> cr- what criteria would I judge a mankini contest on? Help me there. You're a perv.
0: uniqueness
1: uniqueness okay
0: i don't know i wouldn't be a good judge because i would be like are they having fun are they being goofy are they owning that
1: swimsuit it don't matter if you look good in it
0: (laughs) no i don't care about that okay you don't need to have the six pack and the little skinny tight body no you need to own that with that said we're going to talk about this a little bit more later on in this show but we were at a pool party and they did it and this guy had on a unique mankini we were going to talk about, and he owned the shit out of that one.
1: Okay, so save that idea. We'll, we'll throw it in here when it comes up.
0: Yes, I know. I'm trying not to give yeah, anything don't, don't away. Don't get ahead. You,
1: you <laughs> say we're going to talk about it later, and then you start going in the story. Don't do that.
0: I am i didn't give anything away. I, I left him on the cliff.
1: But if you want to join us in October, check out podbashevent.com. It is at Kissimmee Florida at Secrets Resort so it's going to be a hell of a good time we got people still contacting us rooms are filling up quick yeah this will and be you a book
0: through them not through us you book through them everything is through Secrets
1: honestly we're not making anything out of it this isn't a for-profit thing the way we look at it is for the most part people that listen to our shows know us we want to get together and party with you guys that do listen to us and get to know you and see you naked
0: that's right
1: so if you don't like what you see with us we'll offer you your money back how's that <laughs>
0: Don't say that.
1: (laughs) I don't think we can afford that. We'll have to cover everybody's (laughs) room then. Okay, let's move on. So on the topic of food, I got to break protocol of my diet recently, and we had a fantastic dinner.
0: We got to go and enjoy a dinner with George, which is actually called. Just for dinner. And so why don't you kind of tell people about the front end of it, how you get involved in it, what you want to do, everything like that. And then I'll talk about the food because I'm the foodie.
1: Okay, if you're not familiar with it, check out the website, JustForDinner.com. Now, going forward, we really like the name Just For Dinner because when you get involved in this, that's basically what it is. You're meeting a group of like-minded people at a, I'm going to say more of an exclusive type dinner arrangement and enjoying superb food and superb company. Now, on the front end of this, like she was saying, there is basically a vetting process A lot of questions. Yeah, you will basically fill in a questionnaire, submit some photographs of yourself, and tell a little bit about yourself. And from there, they will contact you, yes or no. After you're accepted into the invitation, they will give you the details of where you're going and what to expect. And that's one thing when we got invited, there were pretty regular emails. They wanted to know if there were any food restrictions Which, again, this was a cheat day for me, so I was going to eat whatever they put in front of me. But if you had food allergies or special needs there, they'll cater to them. They contacted us once asking if there was a special occasion, a birthday, a wedding anniversary, anything like that. Mm -hmm. So if you're involved in this, they want to make it a special occasion and let you share it with your friends.
0: I would say it's definitely worth the money. Just the company alone, the social environment.
1: Now, once you get accepted in this group, I'll kind of say, now this is kind of a precursor to any other events that you might want to attend. Again, this is just for dinner, and it yes. is it is somewhat like a, inter- a job interview. It, it doesn't feel like it when you get in, but I think if you want to step to the next level and do one of their international trips or one of their wine country tours or the big events they do, I think this is kind of a preliminary step in getting accepted to those little bit more exclusive groups.
0: And when we say that it's a selected group, it's because you never know who you're going to run into at these dinners or parties and events. And so they want to make sure that you're going to be discreet. You're not going to blast whoever is sitting next to you that you never know who it could be.
1: Well, Another thing they encourage is that you don't have after parties or exchange Mm -hmm. phone numbers.
0: Yeah. No pressure. They don't want that pressure of it being a hookup. They want it just to be a social event.
1: Now, Mr. George was on another podcast, and I believe it was the Joneses, and he said one thing he wanted to create when he made these is like-minded people, but you're not going into an event where somebody's going to be running down the hall of the hotel with their dick hanging out. And I hate to use the word higher-end, but this is a little bit more professional-based people.
0: Can I say bougie? A lot of people have been saying bougie lately. Yeah,
1: that's kind of a (laughs) go-to word, but I didn't really feel the crowd was bougie.
0: No, I don't either. Just a lot of people have been saying bougie, so I just wanted to say it. It's
1: everywhere. We use it now, too. But I think for the circumstance of this, it wasn't bougie. I'll go ahead and say I was a little bit nervous going into this, and you were telling me I was getting some anxiety. You know, we have a solid middle-class income. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't go buy a new car every year, and we don't travel abroad every year, but we do okay. So, you know, I guess I was kind of nervous that we'd be going in with a bunch of doctors and lawyers. And there were some pretty high-end professionals in the group, but I'd say even the ones that were high-end professionals, they were super approachable. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself and our stories. Do you want to talk about the dinner a little bit when we first arrived?
0: Yes, we arrived at the restaurant, and it was in the DFW area, the one that we attended. And we first get there an hour early. We had drinks at the bar, and then we went back to the private room.
1: Now, while we were at the bar, we were just kind of standing there getting a drink and getting our sea legs undressed, for lack of a better term. And another couple said, are you guys here for the dinner? So we started chatting with them and again, right off the bat, hit it off with a nice couple and you know, you're in a restaurant, so it's hard to tell, you know, there's no sign or name tag saying I'm with the swingers. So you kind of have to use a little bit of better judgment when you're feeling out who you're talking to.
0: And they had attended one of these before. So that was kind of nice because they were kind of giving us a heads up of what to expect.
1: So we had a few drinks at the bar. Now starting off when everybody started arriving, they gave everybody a round of champagne.
0: Yep. And then you were in the private room, kind of got to socialize a little bit you did not sit by your spouse. It was actually boy, girl, boy, girl. I don't know if you caught that.
1: Yeah, which was really nice because some yep. people have a tendency to group up with their own. And again, me being an introvert, it really helped me that I was forced to talk to two new people.
0: Yeah. And so um, we did a wine pairing with, Everett, with our five courses.
1: Now one thing, I don't want to interrupt her too much, but I mentioned the two drinks we had prior. I'll, I'll get somewhere with the story. I mentioned the two drinks we had prior to dinner. Now there's a serving of wine with each course. I just wanted to really get real home the amount of alcohol we had that night.
0: The amount that you had, let's say.
1: Okay, so there'll be a later <laughs> part of the story. This, this is leading up to something.
0: Yes, so we all sit down and then our first course was a sushi roll, like an actual full-size roll. It had tuna and scallops, pineapple, some kind of sauce, and I'm drawing a blank at the moment. But it was really good. It was a whole roll, which was shocking because normally you only get like two or three pieces. And we had some wine with that. Then the second one was the quail knots.
1: Quail eggs, basically.
0: No, quail knots, which is like a quail drumstick.
1: Okay. Quail egg.
0: <laughs> I had blue cheese and buffalo sauce, which I don't really like blue cheese. I don't like buffalo sauce, but the Quail eggs were delicious.
1: Now, let me stop you right there for a quick story. There's different nationalities of people that were attending this. There was a gentleman that brought two dates from Peru. The Peruvian girl was very attractive. So I was trying to talk with her, and she was sitting by you at dinner and made a comment on the what the quail was, right?
0: Yeah, she wanted to know what it was. And when I said it was quail, she was like, oh, no, don't tell me that. And I was like, why? I said, it's really good. She was like, I know. She was like, in my country, you don't eat quail, you eat the quail eggs. And that means that you're super poor and just really like, it's like a big, you don't do it, tell anyone. And she goes, well, I'm going to tell everyone to start eating the legs because this is a expensive dinner and it's okay.
1: They're really good. I, I do say it was a step above chicken legs or chicken wings.
0: Have you not ever had quail before?
1: I've had it. It's just, it's kind of like crawfish to me. It's so much work that I just don't, I mean, you know, the two little legs there. If if it had been turkey drumsticks, <laughs> hey, I got my size, two little. I'm like, okay, is this still an appetizer? as this part of the meal? I didn't get fat for <laughs> not eating much. Oh
0: my goodness! All right, so let's move on. So we have another glass of wine with our third course, which was the pork tenderloin. Yes, and that one had like some kind of peach barbecue sauce and corn with it. It was really good. It was huge, though.
1: Yeah, when we say pork medallions, they were a good size portion. All of it was really good size portions. Yeah. I think we could have probably stopped after that and been okay.
0: The, I honestly thought we were stopping, but no, we get another glass of wine and then we did the, it was a beef.
1: Yes, a filet mignon. Yep. Which was, in my opinion, perfectly cooked. I'm usually pretty picky on my steaks, but it had a good sear on the outside and was very pink inside, which you go to some of your Texas roadhouses or whatever, where they're just slapping them on the grill and they may be gray all the way through, but I like a rarity to my meat. So mm, that one was spot on for me.
0: Okay. So now we're up to four glasses of wine.
1: Plus the two before.
0: Plus the champagne.
1: Plus the old fashioned.
0: And then we get a Godiva chocolate martini.
1: Oh my God. I've not one on fancy martinis, but I was in heaven. I could have just lived in a pool of that stuff. It was delicious.
0: It was very good. Then we got a chocolate mousse cake, and it was so good, but I couldn't eat it because I was so full. I tried the best that I could.
1: So we really haven't talked much about the dynamic of the group. What were your opinions on that? You know, I I was kind of worried going in, and we can't really discuss what anybody's professions are. And honestly, I don't really felt that it mattered that much. Mine may be a little bit more blue-collar. I mean, I guess I'm blue-collar. I mean, I wear slacks and dress shirt or polos, but I'm, you know, it's still Are you basically Jake from farm. <laughs> Jake from State Farm, <laughs> khakis. But, but no, like I say, we're, we're middle class. You know, there were some upper level jobs there. So,
0: yeah, but we can fit in.
1: The, the conversations flowed very smoothly.
0: Yes, with everyone. Everyone kind of just had the dynamics of everyone. Everyone fit very well together. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about where you partied at or what you did or this or that. You know, everyone just kind of talked about trips or talks about vacations, talked about food, kids, life, you know, it wasn't, it was a nice dinner, pleasant talk.
1: And there really wasn't that much lifestyle talk. I know I chatted with a couple of them because they were talking about being new to it. I just automatically asked what their dynamic was. And they said, well, what do you mean by that? I said, well, do you do clubs? Do you do resorts? Do you do house parties? And they were still trying to figure out where they fit into it. They were a new couple. She had been lifestyle. He was new to it.
0: Well, and then the girl next to me, I don't know. I think she maybe just came with the other couple.
1: <laughs> Is that Miss Peru? Yes. <laughs> like I say, she was she was kind of standing by herself. and I could tell she was not fitting in real well. So I was trying to chat with her. And right off the bat, she was like, English is not my primary language. So I'm like, okay, I speak Texan, so I'll speak slow. So I was trying to learn a little bit more about her. And she said she was over visiting some friends and looked really well put together. So I asked what she's been doing in the United States. And she said shopping. So I was like, well, okay, that's where this is going. But then she started talking about uh, hitting a bunch of the museums. She was talking about the Perot, Ross Perot Family Museum there that we've looked at going to a couple of times, as well as a couple of the other museums in downtown Dallas. So that was interesting. Now, I was trying to dig a little deeper about what Peru was like. Again, the language barrier started coming into play. And And the wine. And the wine. Well, I hadn't had that many at that point, so bear with me yet. So I asked her what the main industry in Peru was. I asked her, is it mining, coffee, agriculture? And she said, I don't understand what agriculture means. I said, okay, farming I don't know what farming means so we're talking and she was like we grow plants (laughs) okay let's go back to the farming and agriculture there there was just you know she was really sweet and we were trying to get through it but there was just such a language barrier there that we were struggling
0: yeah but she was real comfortable i mean she wasn't uncomfortable like sitting there talking because i held conversation with her most of the most of the time
1: well one other thing i want to touch on as we mentioned before this is kind of a vetting process And one thing we have found is, you know, there were some people in the group that will be asked back that fit real well and some that didn't. You mentioned a couple that I didn't even notice that were a little bit on the rude side.
0: Yeah, they came in, kind of didn't talk to anyone, actually sat down at the table late, and then they got up after a couple courses and left and just really didn't want to talk to anyone just kind of acted like they were too good for the room i guess i don't know i didn't that's all you
1: have to wonder what they expected out of it you know you spend that kind of money you're in an intimate setting like that where you know everybody looked nice everybody's being polite the food was fantastic what more do you want
0: yeah money can't buy you class
1: i think mr george told me that one time on the phone just because you got money doesn't necessarily mean it's you know you have to bring you have to bring something to the table to make it worth the group's effort It's a some of its parts rather than the individual's.
0: So after dinner, we go back to the bar and we all just chat. The restaurant's closed at this point.
1: Now, another thing, it was not a quick dinner. Would you say we started at nine and finished a little bit before midnight? Yeah. It was a nice slow dinner. It's not like they're slinging food in front of you. Now, we talked about the wine, but unfortunately, we were too immersed in the conversation to catch what wines we were drinking they were they, good
0: they were all red and, and plentiful getting get the bad part of my story they were they filled those glasses up it wasn't like a little tiny wine tasting
1: i'm glad i didn't ask for seconds as as i'll get to here in a minute <laughs> so after everything was done we all kind of mingled in the bar and we actually ended up shutting the place down yes Had some more good conversations made a few more connections now, uh, someone once they, had
0: a couple more old fashions.
1: Let me go back to the fact that I've been on keto for three weeks with no cheap meals and no sugar, no alcohol, no carbs. My system was running pretty pure. So one thing we forgot to mention, you got called famous at one point, didn't you? Oh
0: my gosh, yes. I get embarrassed by it and I don't know why. I just...
1: we'll set up the story.
0: So we had a couple that we I kind of recognized from the area. At, before the dinner, I was trying to say hi to them and they just kind of shyly walked away. And then after the dinner, I guess after they've had some little wine in their system, I walked up and they were like, well, we wanted to talk to you. And I was like, okay. And the wife goes, you're famous. And I was like,
1: not really. Not
0: really. What am I famous for? (laughs) Did a video get out of me? Like what in the world? And she goes, no, my husband said you're kind of famous. And I was like, uh, no. And then the husband goes, well, I might've listened to, listened to you before. And I'm thinking, what in the world? And then he goes, well, I might have listened to all your podcasts. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> 50 shades of red.
1: It's odd when people come up to say, you know, say that now we'll, we'll catch people now that have heard us. And when we're somewhere like your voices are familiar, I'm like, oh crap, which we were told with our voices, my twang and your
0: whatever my voice does,
1: <laughs> whatever your voice does. Yeah. That we would be recognized and we have been, and, and it's odd when we do get recognized like that.
0: Yeah, because I would say we're pretty humble about it. We're not doing this for popularity. We're not doing it for to be celebrities. We're not like, oh, we know everything. Come and we want to be famous.
1: So it weirds us out when somebody's like, oh, I'll yeah. listen to you.
0: kind of embarrasses me, but I'm glad they do it. Like it. It's flattering, but still, it's, like I said, 50 shades of red on my face. <laughs> All right. Now, since I've talked about my 50 shades of red on my face, let's talk about your... 50 shades of red.
1: So let's get to the part of the story that I didn't really want to tell. <laughs> so it's the end of the night. We go out to the parking lot. The valet's bringing cars around. Now, after I guess I'm pushing 10 drinks in a four hour period with not much else on my stomach, it hit me and hit me like a ton of bricks. So they're pulling the car around, and I'm standing there in the parking lot, and I'm like, you need to drive.
0: I already knew. After the second glass of wine, I was like, nope, I think I'll cut off there. But
1: you assured me I wasn't acting like a drunk dumbass. No, no. I was just probably a little more chatty and friendly, which yeah. is not a bad thing.
0: Yeah, you were a little more friendly.
1: <laughs> I was feeling the whiskey. yeah, And the wine. Oh, Lordy. So we make it home safely with you driving. We get in the house and we walk in and I was like, I don't feel good. I, so I being wasn't. a
0: lovely, sweet wife that I am with my little halo.
1: So, you're nice enough and bring a little bucket or a trash can and a bottle of water beside the bed. You said you're going to need this. And aspirin. So, I came out of the bathroom. He said, How are you feeling? I said, I froze up, like the kids (laughs) used to say when they were babies. (laughs) I I had to make myself do it. I just, I was at that point where (laughs) too much sugar in my system after not being on anything for three weeks just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm glad I didn't make a proverbial ass of myself at the dinner. I don't think they will ban me for my actions because I don't think there are any bad ones. But I was definitely feeling it.
0: No, you, you did okay until we got in the car.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need to lay down. And then we woke up when I was in the driveway. I love it that
0: it was your drunk story and not mine.
1: At least I wasn't all four, on all four in the driveway and you had to carry me in. <laughs> you just wait.
0: So anyways, we had a really good time. And if you ever get the opportunity to go to one, do it. I strongly suggest doing it just for the experience, the socialization of it. It's amazing.
1: Lately, we've been hearing from quite a few people that have attended to them and now have you a know, similar experience to share. And everybody agrees that you know while it is a little bit pricier than a dinner at a nice steakhouse, it, it was definitely, you are paying for an experience and it is definitely worth it.
0: Well, and like we said, it's not small portions. You're getting big portions. So it's, to me, being a foodie. It's worth it.
1: So if it's something you're interested in, check out JustForDinner.com. I'm just looking. We had a full six weeks of travel. We've been every, literally every weekend.
0: We've been everywhere, man.
1: (laughs) Hey, that Rob Zombie version's really good. (laughs) I think he might equal Johnny Cash as much. I hate to say that. Let's talk about the recent date we had. We had some friends hit us up and did an evening with them, and they sprung a big question on us.
0: Yeah. I don't know, though. They wanted to know. Just getting, just, I'm leading you guys on like it was something crazy, some kind of kink or something.
1: No, they. We were worried because they sent us a text and said, let's get together and we want to ask you something personal. So we're like, oh, Lord.
0: I know. And we have played with them. So then I was, so I'm thinking, like, oh, they just listened to our kink episode. What are they wanting from us? No, they wanted to know. They want to be
1: Furbies with us. Furries. (laughs) All right, let's, I'm I'm getting us off track.
0: They wanted to know if we wanted to start hosting meet and greets with them again in the area.
1: Which, we're still kicking that back and forth. I know we're encouraging you to do it, and it's a great gig, but looking at the fact it's taken us six weeks to get a podcast out.
0: Yeah, it's hard for us.
1: And the other thing is there are so many meet and greets in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's kind of why we did them and then cut back. We were doing a bunch of them, you know, two a month, and then trimmed them back just because there were so many other things going on, especially during summertime.
0: Yeah, I would say the DFW area, they do a lot of house parties and a lot of meet and greets. And so it's hard because then you have to plan on, well, they, you know, these people are having a meet and greet. These people are and everyone gets pulled. And so it's kind of it's a harder area to do it in.
1: We hear from people that there's nothing going on in their area. And I swear four nights a week, at least there's something going on.
0: Yeah, here for sure. And
1: I'm talking real actual parties or meet and greets. Yes. And that's not including every but people going to dinner or people going to a movie. And it's just there's so much going on. So that's I think one of the reasons we're a little bit apprehensive. We enjoyed our time as admins or moderators of a group that we did it, but we just we have a pretty full plate with work, travel, and fun, travel, and kids moving, and kids maybe getting married, and yeah, so much going on. But we still haven't answered them yet, but. We will let you all know if we do start throwing some meet and greets here local.
0: Yeah, that way you guys can come and party with us. Besides the date, what else do we do? Let's see, the next night, that was in DFW, we had the date. So then the next morning we get up and we yeah. go all the way... To Houston. To Houston, to an eye candy party.
1: Now this was an odd one because we didn't schedule any work for me down there that week. No. Nope. We, I okay. thought we were going to and I had some schedule changes. Again, sometimes my work will flip around had some schedule changes and the couple we went on the date with was wanting a repeat date and said, y'all want to come out Saturday night? I said, we're already booked for Houston. Yeah. You didn't give us a six week notice. We got lucky and got you <laughs> on a Friday people.
0: We squeezed in. Yeah.
1: Those, those hotel and chills are getting harder to schedule. Yep. Especially when you're not in town.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> candy party was fun. You
1: remember the theme alien invasion?
0: Oh, that's right. Did you alien. dress for that
1: one? Did you dress up for that one?
0: No, I didn't because I had the funky tan I uh, I kid you not. We had like a hundred degree temp, and I sat outside for two hours in my biker shorts, and I got this horrible tan line. So I put on my little alien bodysuit, and I look like an alien <laughs> with my tan line. So I decided not to dress up.
1: It was a badass party. We always go on about theirs. They go big, big DJs, big themes, crazy people. Now I get if you can keep the short story short. We, one of our friends is now TikTok famous. Yes. You want to do a abridged version of that? It's, it's, only, it's only a 30 second video, so you can't make the story an hour.
0: Yes. She and her husband got famous for being high. And I'm not talking like high, like parasailing, because they were parasailing. Like, they were
1: high and parasailing.
0: Yes. And it's just, it, it's hilarious. But they had over a million hits or something, like something ridiculous. She kept sending me the numbers constantly. Real fast, too. Yes, real fast. So they're talking about doing a vacation with camera people following them.
1: They're going to end up having a reality show. They are just out there.
0: (laughs) They're hilarious.
1: I think we talked about them taking them out to dinner, and we took them out somewhere. They couldn't order anything because they were vegan. I said, well, at least the drinks (laughs) are good here. We don't drink. I'm like, we can't win. (laughs) Yeah. We love those guys to death, though. Oh, yes. But she was basically waiting a little G-string and hanging off and trying to stand up in the parasail, which yes. was the only rule you have in parasailing.
0: Yeah. And then she was worried about being in the G-string while she was flying over. Everybody everyone. getting a hell of a crack view while was <laughs> flying over.
1: <laughs> Maybe I need to watch that video again. <laughs> but we ran into another couple that we'd, we met him at Nottingham We Notting actually
0: met both of them down at Seabrook at an eye candy party. Oh, she was there too? Yes. We
1: had met him two years before with a prior wife at naughty and we're like, man, we need to, we need to hook up with them and then lost them and then ran into him and her at Seabrook at the first eye candy party. Yep. So we just, we keep bouncing. They keep crossing our paths.
0: Yep. But we sat outside, we had a good conversation with them and
1: now I'm going to kind of elaborate on that. One thing we are, we're party people, but some of the parties now are getting so loud. I think we're kind of showing our age at some of them. I'll still keep going. I'll be that 80 year old that they need to lock up and quit, but
0: no, I think some of them get so loud when you're having to scream at the person sitting next to you. It's to me, it's not enjoyable in a lifestyle club because you're going to the club to party, have fun, also get to talk to the person next to you, kind of meet them. I'm not, the music's so loud that you can't even do that. You're screaming at them.
1: But out there, we could go outside. That's one of our main complaints about the meet and greets, is sometimes the music will be so cranked up. And that's another thing we're going to tell you if you call us about doing a meet and greet. Make sure the music is set to appropriate appropriate levels. Granted, you're there to party, but you can't talk to anybody if you're I'm I'm sound deaf as it is, so that's usually a issue I can, for me. I
0: can still dance to music when it's not super
1: loud. Yeah. The next morning, we did our regular routine of going down to the ocean. I think we would totally be beach bums if we had the opportunity to. Matter of fact, I was talking to someone this past week that had moved from Florida or was moving to Florida, and talk about you know doing that. And they said, well, there's coasts in Texas. I said yeah, it's just Galveston is so far removed from a lot of my customers. There's yeah, no there's that no there's no heart. good gyms down there and the lifestyle scene's pretty far away, but God, I would love to live there.
0: If you, you would struggle going to have to go to Amarillo.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would <laughs> Jesus, 13-hour drive from the coast. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. No, Galveston's beautiful.
0: Yeah, we love it there.
1: We go down there and get our bloody marys and that was my cheat weekend. Well, my cheat day turned into a cheat weekend after 3 weeks. <laughs> but did the strip and got some big Bloody Marys and kind of picked out. Yeah. I'd love to host an event down in Galveston. I think we'll still probably try to take a date to a Hotel and Chill or Airbnb and Chill down no, we there. we keep
0: talking about that. We need to get an Airbnb up and going sometime.
1: love to put together a meet and greet down there. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Have a weekend trip with some people and do the bar crawl and the Pleasure Pier with all the rides and all that. Yep. It'd be a fun lifestyle weekend.
0: Oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, which you don't know this, but this week they had in Galveston Island a Flamingo Parade. Google that shit.
1: What was the Flamingo Parade?
0: People were dressed up with flamingos. The Jeeps and golf carts had like big flamingos all on them. You know what? I'm going to send you the video. It's on Galveston Island. I'm on their like social page. Wow. I'm gonna send it to you so you can put it on our Twitter. It was amazing. I and I was like, "Where's my swinging flamingo shirt?"
1: You know what's bad? I was. I'm sitting here looking at you. I'm like, "That sounds so kick-ass." And I was literally fixing to ask you what we did this weekend. Why didn't we go? And I'm like, "Oh yeah, we got that story coming up." Shit. <laughs> That's the other thing. We travel so much, and I'm constantly on the road. I can't remember what we did the prior week. I have to kind of write these notes down where we've been, and like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was fixing to ask you, what do we do this weekend? <laughs> and it's still the weekend.
0: We weren't in Galveston where we wanted to be. I so would have been, like, in the front of that parade.
1: Do one other. You were telling me another flamingo story that made the news.
0: Oh, that was actually somewhere in the Gulf, I think, the Coast Guard had to rescue. Sorry, sorry. this cracks me had up. Had to rescue uh, people and their dogs because they were on a giant flamingo float and it went off to sea. It got pushed out, and so they had to rescue them. They're out
1: there on the big flamingo floaty. <laughs> I'll tell you what: if the people that were rescued from the flamingo floaty happen to be listening to this show, hit us up, and we're gonna send you some free merch that you don't have to float out to sea in. Yes, that's definitely. badass. <laughs> think we get them on the show?
0: I don't know. Maybe. We we for sure would get their little dogs some little flamingo shirts.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we're on the topic of water and floating. (laughs) Well, it's just segued right in, didn't it? It did. I didn't even plan is the, the great part. We went on a lake trip recently for Memorial Day. Yes. Which was fantastic. Again, us going back to being beach bums and water bums. Oh, my God. It was incredible. This is the first time we've actually been to the lake with lifestyle people, which added a new twist to it.
0: Yeah, we were kind of like, we didn't know what to expect. We were kind of nervous, but we weren't, because the people we were going with, we were chill, you know. But one of the boats has wait, a. Wait,
1: let me let me stop you. You know my, my best memory from uh, the weekend? What? Baby shark, to do
0: do do baby <laughs> shark, do-do-do-do. You'll have
1: to tell that story in a minute. We'll get to it. So we're, so we're at the lake with some lifestyle people on a bunch yes. of boats. And in we the go boat, back, you like.
0: we go back to the party cove where there's no kids allowed. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. But um, the boat that I spent most of the time on had a dance floor, like plexiglass with lights underneath it. It,
1: it was a big pontoon conversion with a bunch of sexy add-ons.
0: Yes. And a swinger, or a swinger pole. <laughs> it was just, a swinger just, pole. Just name it after us. <laughs> the stripper pole. Stripper pole. There you go. And so, yeah. And a huge
1: sound system that could yes. shatter glass.
0: Which it was really cool because at... Uh, noon.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you're covering that.
0: Yes, at noon, uh, they do the
1: raising of the flag. They
0: do the raising of this huge ash flag, and they play the anthem,
1: the national anthem, and everybody stops and takes off their hats. Everyone hat stops. That that's worth a shit. There were some punk ass college kids on a little little yacht cranking up the tunes and not uh, paying attention. So some kids just don't have respect, but a lot of well, the well, and
0: they don't understand why they're celebrating Memorial Day.
1: Uh, punk asses. Yeah. For lack of a better term, they should know the national anthem. Shut the hell up.
0: I mean, it's not like they couldn't hear it. Let me put it that way.
1: <laughs> and they did that both days. We were on the lake. We went a little bit Friday, went out Saturday, went out Sunday. Yes. Saturday was the big day out there. Now, they were talking that last summer, during 4th of July, they said they did the raising of the flag at one, uh, 1 p.m. They said somebody threw a quarter stick of dynamite in the water, and there was this huge explosion. And then they said, I shit you not, like two minutes later, an American Eagle flies overhead, squawking. They said that shit cannot get more American redneck than that right there. They said that was just the perfect Fourth of July. So they play the national anthem, raise the flag, and what's the first song after that? Titties. 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 And I keep, I've had that song in my head ever since. <laughs> I may just change that to my ringtone. And then the party starts throwing down. Now back there on Party Cove, there were what the first day, fifteen or twenty lifestyle boats. Yep. Everything from the Donkeys to the Yep smaller yachts to the. Pontoon's. It was a crazy scene.
0: And on Friday, they had, they, like we said, there's supposed to be no kids back there. But some of them, you'll kind of seem, some of the younger kids will kind of come with their parents. I mean, and they don't really know what's going on. I have a a feeling
1: some of the people don't realize what's, you know, they're wanting to sightsee. And they don't realize what kind of madness. and Which there was a lot of the LS girls that were topless or naked.
0: yeah. And they would just, when people would come by with their boat, they would holler and be like, family coves, next one over, you know. I would say for the most part, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, teenage kids or the younger kids that really knew, you know, like, where they're starting to kind of understand sexuality stuff. That that age really wasn't there. I'm talking, like, younger kids.
1: Yeah. I can also say there was not really any PDA. No. Any, you know, nothing sexual going on. No blowjobs no. or anything like that. There was just boobs out. Yeah. So if that's, I'd say if that's the worst they'd seen at the lake over Memorial Day, they wouldn't be too scarred.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can see that floating down the river. You see that everywhere.
1: So we did that three days?
0: We did, yeah. We did you're, the you're shark smiling. song. We did okay. the shark song. The guy
1: that owns the boat puts on just random songs. So
0: little does he know that Miss Flamingo, you're, is, you're is on gonna, point. is going to ham it up to whatever. Um, I did Pitch Perfect.
1: Yeah, you started with that. You get up there, do a little strip tease.
0: Yep. I did Pitch Perfect. And then I did the chicken song. You know that one?
1: Yeah. The baby shark one was the one that got everybody going because we're on the back line, which basically butted up to the shore on the other side. The next line of boats next up was a bunch of college-age people.
0: Well, I... Finally decided to dance my two favorite songs. So I did the dance, and then I, the second song, I did the strip pole. So everyone is kind of watching our boat after that anyways. Yeah,
1: so the stage is at the front of this pontoon boat. It's got plexiglass with LEDs under it and spotlights and all that fancy stuff. And, and Miss Flamingo's up there by herself putting on a hell of a show. And so Which is th- weird because that's usually not your bit. We go to Colette, you won't do it. You won't do a stripper pole at Colette. And now no. you never have.
0: no. But I did it on the on the freaking on the water. Freaking boat. Yeah, good job, girl. <laughs> but then afterwards, the guy throws on baby shark.
1: And so, so you're doing the baby shark. He, I had he, everyone he did that just to fuck with people. And yeah. you were up there, and you had a whole line of people on the on our boats, as well as on the one up. Which you're doing it topless. So there's a bunch of people. Well, there's a bunch of the girls were doing it with you. you. know, there's these college girls the next line over. And the guys were like, "Hell yeah, keep going, girl." But what I thought was funny, one of the boats had a younger mom. I'm gonna yeah. say 25 to 30, and Her and her man had a a nice little boat, and she had her newborn little baby doing Doing the baby. baby. And it was just so, you know, she didn't care that you're topless. She's just like, you know, it's a baby. You don't care. And the little kid was getting into it. It was so damn cute.
0: Yeah, it was funny. Oh, man, we had everyone going.
1: The guys that were with us said, you know, all these hot college girls are all kind of doing the baby shark dance with you. And uh, their boyfriends are like, there's a naked chick. We can't look at her.
0: (laughs) They didn't want to get their
1: asses slapped.
0: I had everyone in the cove going at one point.
1: Now, right after that song, I was getting a drink on our friend's boat and look over, and you're getting into some dirty PDA. You're looking at me. You apparently had a lot to drink. I look no, over. I look I over, and you're sitting on. A, she's laying down on the sofa, and you're sitting on her face. And there's another girl going down on her. And even <laughs> even our boat's like, I thought you said she wasn't into girls. I'm like, she'll <laughs> she'll take. She won't re- reciprocate though. <laughs> so luckily, no little kids were passing through. Then
0: that was hid. No one could see that.
1: I saw it. <laughs> And I didn't have my phone on me to take a picture of that at the time.
0: <laughs> now, you say that I was in rare form, but I do recall Mr. Flamingo getting on the stripper pole also
1: I don't think it was me. I think it was somebody else. Uh-huh. It was my alter ego.
0: I think we have a picture of it.
1: Oh, God, I hope not.
0: You got fat up fat there. Fat gun, a little pole. <laughs> you got up <laughs> with there. With a little pole. Flipped your legs up over your head, slid uh, tra- down well, it.
1: The, one of the guys was doing like a plank, and I tried, and my shoulders are so jacked. I just, I mean, it, it hurt. And one of the guys was like, do that, do that stripper trick where they flip upside down. I'm like, there's no way. So basically what you do is you sit with your back. Back up against the pole, put your arms back behind you and do like a plank upwards, which first time I tried to do like a slow plank <laughs> <You can't do
0: laughs> and I'm like, Oh
1: God, that, that's hard. <laughs> and the one guy's like, I think you're strong enough. And I kind of got solid and planked right upside down. And then he kind of, you said he kind of flipped out cause I, I was able to wrap my ankles around the pole. Yeah. He thought and that he was
0: going to help you and you didn't need the help.
1: Yeah. So here I am hanging upside down by my ankles on a pole. And I'm like, yeah. And the girls on the boats were cheering and the next, you know, the college girls were cheering. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I'm like, and then everybody's like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, oh fuck. I realized I'm five and a half foot upside down. It was like
0: down. two seconds. You act like it was like 30 minutes that you're upside down. That was a long two
1: fucking seconds You though. were
0: just like, oh shit, now what? I got to look cool coming down off this.
1: You kind of gave me this look like you're on your own, big boy. <laughs> Cause you know if you had done it, we'd be able to pick you up and just lift you off of it. But I knew nobody's gonna be able to pick me up like a <laughs> sack of groceries and put me down. So I just kind of went E-e-e-e-e-e-e. and slid down till my face touched the ground. I did a graceful dismount, but yeah. I thought, I re- you,
0: I thought you were gonna biff it so hard. But gave you gave me that didn't. look,
1: and I'm like, oh shit! I realized I, it felt like longer than two seconds.
0: Yeah, it was two seconds.
1: <laughs> I I'd panic set in real quick, so it seemed longer. <laughs> But so anyway. that, that ended my stripper career. Well, we did find out one thing, though. Coke and boats don't mix.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. Some chick.
1: Took a wrong step under yeah. the influence and tore a quad. Yep. Steps between the two boats and ripped it. Eh, amateur night.
0: Shouldn't be fucked up at all.
1: Yeah. yeah, but not to the point that you can't function. Yeah. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Must not have been too bad of a trip, though, because we are signed up for July 4th. Yep. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're going to go bigger this time.
0: Oh, God, I don't know how I can go bigger. My back still hurts.
1: I think your crotch hurt from doing the splits <laughs> and all on the stripper pole.
0: I did do the splits.
1: I was going to take blame for it, but I think it was the stripper pole. <laughs> wasn't wasn't my pole.
0: No, that was the monkey sex we had in the shower. Remember, we about tore the shower
1: down. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't that solid.
0: You were hanging from the top of the shower doors, and then you're over there. We were trying to figure out if we accidentally pulled it.
1: It it was fun. I I miss the lake, though. I know you grew up on it, and you and I started when we first got together, but I miss the lake. Yeah. I'm so anxious for the 4th of July. So if anybody out there has a boat and wants the flamingos to make an appearance, hit us up.
0: I'll be there. You got to play baby shark for me. No,
1: Baby shark. (laughs) Okay, enough of that. It'll be stuck in my head all week.
0: Well, last weekend, our hot tub couple got married, so congratulations. Went to their vanilla wedding.
1: What's funny is we had another event scheduled that same weekend. And the couple that invited us to their pool party, we said, hey, you know, it's kind of first come, first serve. And they said, what about this date? And we said, it's open. We'll come to it. And then our hot hot tub couple that we've mentioned on a couple stories popped up and said, hey, we want you to come to our wedding. We're not inviting a lot of LS people, but we'd like you there.
0: Well, and they were putting it off because of COVID. And then they were like, it was an open window of people have had shots. We're able to do, you know, have this many there. We're doing it today
1: after all the ls activity we've been doing we weren't sure that we could still function in a vanilla environment
0: i know we just we quit doing (laughs) vanilla shit
1: (laughs) well you scolded me or informed me pulling in the parking lot you said if anybody asks us how we know the bride and groom say that they are biker and hot rod people and we know them from some friends and i
0: did get drilled i got asked yeah to the point where i was like how the fuck do you know them motherfucker like i was like seriously
1: but we were kind of saved, though. Another lifestyle couple that we had met at the nude resort showed up, and we kind of hooked up with them. And what's funny, the bride and groom kind of ditched the rest of their family, and it was basically <laughs> the six of us LS people hanging out. Yeah. It was a nice wedding. It was a country wedding. Their choice of locations was beautiful. Had a nice field behind it, a beautiful pond. Did a crawfish boil and plenty yeah, of drinks. was hot. Plenty it was of spicy drinks. spicy hot. Yeah
0: i ate a lot i kept eating it even though my lips were like i didn't even need botox my lips were on fire they were so big i was like but it was good
1: we survived the vanilla environment we can still function in that world as much as we choose not to so again congrats to hot tub couple
0: yes congratulations i'm still
1: not sure if he listens or not i think he's listened to a couple but congrats to them (laughs) so let me ask you a quick question And I'm going to ask you before I ask anybody from that area. Do you feel that Lubbock and Amarillo are the armpit of Texas?
0: Oh, my God. You're going to have to quit saying that. Seriously.
1: (laughs) If you're from there and listen to the show, we apologize. I apologize. It's not as bad as what I say. This was your first trip out that way.
0: Yes. I uh, decided I'd go out there for once. No, I'll go again next year.
1: (laughs) If I invite you. I may not take you next year. You kind of misbehaved. (laughs) So I scheduled some work in the Lubbock and Amarillo area because one of our friends had a big pool party this past weekend. This is year three for it, and we've heard crazy things, it lived up. It
0: was a big pool party.
1: It lived up to its reputation.
0: Friday night had, I counted 80 people, and there were still people coming in because that was during the daylight.
1: We showed up early, though.
0: yes. Both days. We
1: ended up there about noon, which they didn't really tell us what time or I didn't pay attention, but we show up and we're... we do uh, our own thing. Yeah, we show up. There was sun and pool. I mean, what more do we need?
0: I got to be naked tanning.
1: So we walk in and really didn't know the first 12 people we talked to, but there were already two girls naked in the pool. You said, oh, screw it. No swimsuit for me this weekend. Yep. And you were naked and off and running.
0: Yep.
1: Now, they had a hell of a layout that we noticed as far as having a, basically their own little resort out there in the countryside.
0: Oh, it was amazing. They had a playroom, which we did a live feed from.
1: Check out our Twitter and yep. if you haven't.
0: Then they had a hot tub area. They had an indoor hot tub area. Huge-ass shop.
1: Which doubled as a, what's the, there wasn't really anything shop in it. It had pool no. tables and a whole row of video games. A band. stage A stage set up for a band.
0: Yep, And then they had a bedroom, a three-headed yep. shower.
1: But you said there was some there, girl-on-girl action going on, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, you missed it. I got to see it.
1: Me, 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 me. <laughs> you don't wingman me very well. I hear about this shit afterwards.
0: <laughs> if you're
1: good to me, it's like, hey, come here and watch this.
0: I have to track you down.
1: Oh, excuse me. I know what
0: it... to say. Hold on. Time out while I go and get my husband.
1: Damn. I'll do it for you. <laughs> no, you would <laughs> You'd walk in there, Why's is your dick in your hand? What's going on?
0: <laughs> they had a glow party dance night. They had a foam party, which was, the foam was like, I, phone parties, I don't know. I love them, but then I hate them.
1: We got 50 things going on here. One thing I just came across my mind is you finally got to listen, meet some of our listeners. Granted, I've been on six dates with them. Yes. And you finally got to go out on some dates with them. I know. I, Do you think she really thought you weren't real? Do you think? They I, thought, yeah, I you think, think so. she thought I was scamming them? Yes. So this is a couple I've mentioned uh, multiple times. When I go out to Amarillo, I go out to eat with them. They've came here and gone out to eat with me. Let and me you put it this way: town.
0: they've FaceTimed me in the middle of the night with you while I was asleep to see if my voice and face matched what you said.
1: I was just putting up random pictures of some girl. Yep. Because we don't do a lot of pictures together. No. You don't want to be seen with me, so whatever. You like know, go through and cut out the pictures of me, put Tom or put Tom Cruise <laughs> in there with you. <laughs> Photoshop that shit in. Here's my good looking husband. This is this is my butler. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> you know it's true.
0: Mm-hmm. They thought you were catfishing them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did. But I got to meet them. We went on a date with them. We had a good time. I felt like I knew them forever and they really felt like they knew me even though I just met them.
1: Yeah. I think people do that when they Listen to shows. And we've done that. You know, we've met podcasters that we've listened to their show. And you get a good feel for who they are. Yeah. And that's even what they said about you. They said, you're just as crazy in person as you are on the, probably more crazy in person.
0: I, I try to behave on the podcast.
1: Yeah. This is a toned down version of you than a out in the wild. Yes. Because out in the wild, you don't give a shit. I think no. here you're, you do give a little bit of a shit. <laughs> so the events of the weekend, they had pool party. Yep. They had barbecue set up. Yep. A couple of the guys were smoking in there. Oh, the first night they had a lingerie contest. Oh, yes. And six or eight girls in it.
0: Yes. And I will say with this group, the one thing I really, truly loved about the pool party and the group of people that were there is there was such a variety of people and variety of body sizes. Cultures. Cultures, just anything and everything. Experiences. I absolutely loved it. During this lingerie contest, normally you go, contests are always the little skinny, skinny bitches up there. You know, the ones that work out or whatever, you know, little skinny ones. But this one, it was a mixture of everyone. All ages, all sizes, everyone clapped for everyone. And I absolutely loved that.
1: Well, you hit on a nail on the head on one of them is the ages. I think the oldest contestant was, was she 70 plus 70 plus 70 plus she she was on up in years but when she got up there she was dancing to uh, barry white or something yes it was a sweat the. Of the... Uh, some of the guys in the crowd were like fucking clap and they raised hell for her because she was out there you know dancing around and strutting her su- stuff and
0: but did you catch that when she did the pole dance like yeah, she grabbed yeah. a hold of the pole and when she kind of relaxed it a little bit i, I think she's worked a pole a few times she was getting it
1: she didn't flip upside down like me, so I'm still wasn't, <laughs> actually. She probably could have done. She me. probably could have. <laughs> she probably could have done a better plank than I could have. Yeah, but uh, she was working it. That chick's earned some dollar bills in her time. She said some dollar bills in that g-string at some point.
0: Yeah, she she knew what she was doing. She was just fooling everyone, I think.
1: She but, was catfishing them.
0: Yeah, but that's I just loved it because everyone was clapping for everyone. It didn't matter what people looked like or anything. I loved that part of it.
1: Yeah, when people get together and support each other, even without knowing them, yeah. you know, sometimes you get your popular crowd favorites. But if everybody's just like, if you're showing your shit, then we're going to cheer for you. Yeah. That's what it should be.
0: Yeah, I absolutely. I had a, I had a blast this weekend there.
1: And you can't help but, you know, join in the fun. Yeah. And if you take yourself too serious, it wouldn't have been the right party for you.
0: Yeah. They played volleyball.
1: Yep. Boys versus girls. And the host of the thing was giving the rules and making them, up, making them up as he went and basically trying to make it where the girls won. I think they, they were having a negotiation that if the girls won, the guys had to get up there naked and dance. And same yeah. if the guys won, the girls had to get up there naked and dance. So I don't know why he's trying to make it where the girls would win. I guess because there's the girls running around naked the whole time. He was trying to get everybody.
0: Well, because last year I think they did like spankings or something on yeah. the guy. And one of them, it was his birthday last year. So that's kind of how they set it up for him to get spankings. But it didn't work out this year because the guys just stroked him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And he'd be like, "All right, if you girls take off your tops, I'll give you nine extra points." <laughs> so all the tops come off, and he's like, "All right, if two girls will, two girls will put so their hard. bottoms in my hand and strip naked right now, I'll give you three extra points." And they, you know, basically tied it up, and the girls lost the last three serves. So yeah. But he kept changing the rules to try to make it even.
0: That brings me back to we did have the man Kini contest. Yep,
1: the the guys end up winning. The girls had to get her and dance, but yep. then some of the guys decided to show off anyway.
0: They're like, we don't. It's sexist if it's just the girls walking around here, so we're gonna do it too. One guy. So there was a
1: Borat one, of course. He just kind of yeah, wearing the Borat bikini.
0: And then one guy had his big cowboy hat on and a. He like, he stripped down, I don't even know how many layers that guy had on. One guy had on his camo, I'm going to say duck hunting pants. Like, that's what they look like. And then he stripped down. Oh, and then he, then, down then he
1: covered his junk with a hat. With a hat. Because he was the one bouncing around. Was like, somebody take off my pants. I'm tripping on them.
0: Yep. And then.
1: The last entrant.
0: The last one. This guy, he was hairy. He yeah. didn't shave before. No. He didn't Doing even, this. No. He had on a duct tape bodysuit
1: or duct tape thong
0: I don't did it not go up around it, it I don't went, know it went up his ass cracking
1: in the back I don't know cuz then he attacked you with the beads so go I on I
0: was only looking at the penis area because somehow he had, he had taken it, did he have it the duct I he don't
1: it, I thought he had it tucked and then he had a hook that wasn't his dick that the <laughs> beads were hanging on was it I don't know. <laughs> hey, we, I, we was so, like,
0: I was just like, what the fuck's well, happening? He, he went
1: and hopped in your lap while he was making the rounds around the pool. I'm like, I don't want to see, but I am curious.
0: But he had the duct tape, but he had Mardi Gras beads hanging from the duct tape.
1: That's what I said. I thought he had a little, like a coat hook taped no, to his I, dick I, or something. That, I
0: don't know. He was slinging them around.
1: You got to take better notes, girl. I wasn't I, taking notes on that one.
0: Well, I, I was busy when he came around and he was all up on my lap and stuff. I was like, oh my God, you, you're... This is going to hurt taking this duct tape off. I'm concerned. And he was like, I've done it before. If I'm sweaty and I put oil on it, then it comes right off. And I'm like, oh my God. Yikes. I was more worried about that.
1: If I do a tape mankini, I'm definitely shaving or waxing everything before I do.
0: You guys heard it. We're doing it. We're entering you in October.
1: Uh, Ma'am, do you want to go with me? (laughs) Shut the hell up.
0: Fourth of July, we're having a mankini contest.
1: (laughs) Ma'am, you need to shut the hell up.
0: It's still not too
1: late for me to ditch you. (laughs)
0: Anyways, moving on with our pool party. What else did we have? The band played? Yeah,
1: the the host of the party does cover bands and has a full setup in his garage, two or three drum sets. and
0: I did 80s eighties rock.
1: Well, it's funny. All the people that were in the band were lifestyle people. Yeah. It, well, the one guy was walking around naked and then he put on clothes to play the guitar. <laughs> I thought that was odd. I'm like, hey, it's a naked guy. I'm not even sure what his name was. <laughs>
0: yeah. But they did really good. I, we knew all their songs. Yeah, they
1: did a lot of cover tunes. They did Motley Crue, some Journey. Again, it was a female lead singer, so she did some Pat Benatar and Heart and rocked it. Yep, she could wail. Yep, that's one thing we like. We've been to a couple of pool parties that have live music, and at a pool party that just elevates the status. And the thing I want to drill home again: this was a home party. This wasn't a club party. These people just have been throwing it for three years now. And what would you say the second night there was 120 plus?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Like, every time I turned around, there was new people. So
1: Playrooms were happening.
0: Yep. We played corner But The, the playroom,
1: was, you didn't cover the playroom. The playroom was fantastic. They, if they haven't seen it on Twitter, but it was.
0: There was two beds.
1: Two beds, uh, a St. Andrew's Cross, a yep. uh, restroom in there, And the there was a Sibian. Yeah. They said somebody left it on for a couple of days. After they, the last party. After so the last they, party, so, so they, they didn't want to burn it, it up.
0: <laughs> but the beds got a lot of action. And I felt bad because I was using the bathroom in there because their line was so long in the other one. And I'd walk in and they'd be like, people would be playing. They'd be like, come join. And I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, I, I snuck in at one point. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you all. I'm so sorry, but this is the closest. And they came back out and they said, we're hauling for you to come join us. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't have a permission or a hall pass. So thank you though. Now, what was the highlight of the final night there?
0: The phone party.
1: Yep. Keep things in order. Yep.
0: We had fun. Like I said, the foam party and I have a love-hate relationship because it's so fun when you get in there just because you can't see, you're feeling around, you're feeling all these people, but then you can't breathe. And then the foam is all in your face, it's burning your eyes, and then someone, if you kind of splash it, it'll go away. But then people are splashing other people. It's a love-hate. Love, hate.
1: Well, our friends that you just met, he's like, I'm going to go get in. And we're sitting there like, we lost him. (laughs) (laughs) We basically just watched the foam overtake him. And at some point he's up there flopping by the side of the pool and I'm trying to (laughs) swim through it, you know, pushing around for him. like, here he is. He's like, I'm good. Leave me alone.
0: And then we get in and um, his wife couldn't touch. And she was like, she comes like out of nowhere and like puts her body around mine, like a, like a little monkey on my side. (laughs) I was like, okay, here you go. Here's your husband. I can barely touch, too.
1: (laughs) The foam was fun, but it was kind of short-lived for us. My eyes were burning like a mother. We lasted a little bit longer. We went and got in the hot tub, met a couple people, and we saw some storms rolling in. Yeah, so So, we were like, we're out. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a madhouse or mudded in at that point. So when we were getting ready, our friends from local said, you want to get out of here and go somewhere else? So we went and ate with them. And what's funny is we walked into Waffle Shop, Waffle House. Waffle House. Waffle House. And my eyes were, which I drank all day, my eyes were blood red. And uh, there was a group of cops coming out. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to get me for DUI.
0: And, of course, I'm all chatting them up. Yeah, they were cool. I think the female one might have been hitting on me.
1: I do, too. You should have maximized on that one. Yeah, because they... Should have some real handcuffs for us to play with.
0: They all stopped and was talking with me.
1: Yeah, they were messing with us. You said, (laughs) did y'all leave us any food? (laughs) Did you leave us any donuts or any food? What'd you say?
0: Did you leave me any waffles?
1: Yeah, the ones that I drank all the chocolate milk, though.
0: <laughs> I always fuck with
1: the cops. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're drunk. I'm I like, know. man, please just shut the hell up. I don't. I want to play with handcuffs at home, not out here in the Waffle House <laughs> parking lot. That wouldn't go good on my work record
0: it's all in fun
1: so we survived another one it was impressive thanks to B&D for having us over and hope we get another invite next year hope y'all listen to this I think you said you're going to
0: yes we we loved the pool party it was it was worth me going all the way out seven hours to the middle of nowhere
1: Amarillo's a different place isn't it
0: I liked it at the pool party (laughs) (laughs) now the town wasn't bad
1: so you're not gonna go out there just to hang out with me
0: Eh, probably not okay but I might go out and see our friends.
1: That's worth the trip out there. Yep. So that's basically why we haven't been around and haven't been on the airwaves.
0: We've been doing real life, having fun.
1: Isn't it funny how it works that way? Out there, actually doing lifestyle stuff.
0: Yep, we do a lot of lifestyle stuff every weekend.
1: <laughs> it, it's a lifestyle for us. Yep, definitely. That's the thing we love about it. We. Can play with people, go party, go places. That's one thing a couple of people have said to us is, oh, you're that couple that goes to the places all the time. You know, that couple of them have followed us on Facebook and we haven't really met them. And they said, you are always running. So yeah, that's kind of what we do. Yeah. We meet people, we play, we travel, whatever suits our fancy that day.
0: Yeah, like we say, we definitely live this lifestyle.
1: So hopefully we haven't bored you too much with our antics this time. Go check out, as we mentioned, APG. Don't forget about Podbash in October.
0: And don't forget, you can buy some of our merchandise at FullSwapShop.com.
1: And I'm just going to throw it out. If you're ever rescued by the Coast Guard while riding a floaty flamingo, we will give you some free shit.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, everyone, let's go flamingo. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. You can find us on our website at www.swingingflamingos.com. You can also check out our community page on altplayground.net. And we are on all major podcast platforms, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And if you'd like Miss Flamingo's personal number, you can reach her at nope, 944- Nope, 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 544- I, nope, nope.
0: I got a new one, but don't give it out. All
1: right, maybe next time.
0: Maybe next time.